as I did that. No, she's going to hold on to this for years. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't years. do it. All right. yeah. I did not do it. No. If I did, I would take credit. The listeners will let us know. Yeah, guys. All right. Fine. <laughs> it's a very good Halloween prank. I thought I thought my computer was haunted. And, and now I do think that Annabelle... Is mad at us. It could be. It could be Annabelle. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. You know, it's probably Annabelle. I know. thought she would be more mad. I haven't seen all of her movies, but I guess this was the tipping point. No, she understands how the <laughs> movie movie industry is dying, so she gets it. Yeah. She's not. You know. She. She's not. <laughs> she's like, watch it on demand. It's available. Yeah, she, she's hip to trends. She yes. knows that. You know. Yes. She knows that box office sales don't matter anymore. Yeah, it's exactly. It's streaming that matters. It's a new yes. world. Guys, thanks for listening to Bloody Podcast. I am your host, Maria Felix, along with our haunted Lori Roggenkamp. Hello. And our frightful resident guest, Cash Abdomalik. I'm a ghost adventurer. And if you haven't figured it out yet, we are doing the doll from the Conjuring movie, Annabelle. No last name. Haunted though she may be. <laughs> yes. Yes. We are going to proceed. Oh, I see. With this ghost adventure. <laughs> uh, is it is it just me or is Annabelle one of the sexier dolls as well? Is that is it just me? You know, I'm gonna take the real Annabelle over the movie Annabelle. Which one are you talking about? Because, as we'll shortly find out, the real Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh. she doesn't look anything like the um, the one from the movies. Right. So I guess you like the Hollywood version right. of, <laughs> of Annabelle, I, which is I don't know. typical. The real Annabelle's got, she's got some knowledge, you know? She's got, she, she thinks, I, she feel, I feel like she knows, she knows how to. How to have a good time. She has some experience. They're yeah. both pretty raggedy, in my opinion. Ooh. Ooh, wow. I mean, appearance-wise, not from yeah. the brain. Yeah. Mad still, smart. That, no, that's still, ooh. Yeah? Yeah. Is it still taboo? Because they're ladies. No, oh, yeah, they're ladies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, obviously we're doing Annabelle because it's a spooky season. And we love it, the spooky. What? Yes, we do. Yes, yeah, we do. happy Columbus Day. Annabelle is the central antagonist of the Conjuring universe. And I haven't seen all these movies, so, um, you know, news to me. And has appeared in five of the eight films in eight the franchise. Films? Hmm? Eight films? Eight so far. What? The films that she's been in are The Conjuring. Word. Annabelle. Hmm. Annabelle Creation, uh-huh. Annabelle Comes Home, mm. The Conjuring 2, mm. and The Curse of La Llorona. Oh, that's in that universe, too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I like The Curse of La, La Llorona. That was a good one. Was it? That. it? was. Yeah, I thought it was good. I liked it. Um, my my theory is, what, what do you think would happen if Chucky and Annabelle got together? Like, well, you have Bride of Chucky to think about, and Jennifer Tilly's not going to stand for... Yeah, for that. Yeah, she she'll, she'll kill Annabelle, I think. 
Maybe they could have a threesome. Well, Ooh. no, I'd, I'd bet more money on Bride of Chucky. Yeah. That, you think Bride of Chucky would, would destroy her? I, yeah, I don't think she would allow for Chucky and Annabelle to, like, kill Spree together because that's their thing. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. definitely not going to have, like, doll sex. I think yeah. they would. That's their love language. Is I feel like people. they would. I feel like they would have a manager three. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. It would just, it would just sound like, <laughs> yeah, lots of splinters. <laughs> <laughs> Who's wood carving in here? Oh my god! <laughs> so fire started. <laughs> They're playing. You no, know, I sw- officer. I swear, my dolls were having a three way, and they start a fire. All right, that's what that's what happened, officer. Like, sir, you're playing prodigy, and <laughs> this is very funny to you, obviously, because you keep on giggling. You're gonna have to come with, come with us. <laughs> Okay, so as we were saying, the real Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll. And uh, she became known in paranormal circles after 1968. Now, the years are a little hazy here from the same sources. Mm. So it's either 68 or 70. You mean to tell me that that ghost, <laughs> ghost hunters and ghost historians aren't factual? Like... <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say, Maria? That I just they're think, not on the nose? You know what? I don't expect them to record everything. Especially <laughs> not <laughs> dates. Okay. Alright. <laughs> oh, you know, Khaled, when you're on your phone, everyone can see it on camera. I just put it down. I'm sorry. I had to answer <laughs> yeah. uh, don't take, a work don't thing. Don't pick I'm up sorry. your phone on camera. Circa 1968, when famed paranormal investigators and husband and wife team Ed and Lorraine Warren investigated the doll. The Warrens were self-proclaimed mediums and demonologists. One, one day we'll do a whole thing about them, but they're, they have a long, long career. Mm. Yeah. Um, they were the first, if not one of the first, to investigate some of the most famous hauntings, including the Amityville Horror oh. haunting, I should say, uh, which is now kind of debunked. The Perron family who claimed they were haunted by a witch that has also been mostly debunked, supposedly, and London's Enfield Poltergeist, which I think is the basis for The Conjuring 2. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, in 1952, the Warrens founded the New England Society for Psychic Research, a still active ghost hunting group in New England. Oh my god. This is just like the worst of improvisers. <laughs> they just all mind melt. <laughs> it's the goth improvisers. Oh, yeah. Seance. Seance. Candle. 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 Oh Boom. Boom. It's an umbrella. It's an umbrella, guys. What's the umbrella word? Umbrella. Uh, uh, coupling? Coupling. <laughs> <That's wrong. laughs> Oh man. I was never that great at mind meld because I feel like I would think of the wrong word in English for for what they would what the other people were thinking. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I used to get so stressed out cuz when we would do it like I would always have people who'd be like, "Oh, you got Lori. I know you got this." And I was like, "I don't got this. That's... I don't know what you're thinking." Yeah, that's weird <laughs> pressure. That's like it's not how you do improv. Yeah. You're really good at improv. You've Got me. You, you say, 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 you're going to say something great right now. You're going to say it great. And I'm like. <laughs> so the couple would, pu- would publish many books on paranormal investigation, 
and would eventually even open an occult museum, which housed all their haunted and creepy artifacts. Hmm. The prize ham of which is Annabelle. <laughs> which is so weird because they also have ham. Yeah. They hmm. also have a haunted ham. ham. Haunted ham and a haunted pig. These are so. our haunted ham hawks. Yeah. <laughs> don't take a bite. Don't. Yeah, seriously, don't. They've been here for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. For the record, a good percentage of people who believe the Warrens were... Uh, a good percentage of people believe that the Warrens were frauds. Sounds like maybe Lori's a non-believer. Um, Lori, do you believe in ghosts? I, I like everything. I want to believe that they're real, but I don't. It just doesn't seem like it is. And just, it's mostly because it just seems like the stupidest people are the ones who always see, are the, who fight against it. They're the ones, you know, the ghost catchers and all that. They just seem like the most moronic people. Um, yeah, they're not great. They're not great. Guys, yeah. that's only because of how Discovery uh, um, shoots them. Well, yeah. I guess we'll never know unless we have a ghost problem because then that's when, like, you know, the real Constantine shows up or a oh, demon yeah. problem. Yeah. If there is I one. Would, I would love it for it to be real, but I, I just don't think it is real. And to be honest with you, what I think is true is I think it's the mind, you know, drawing conclusions and trying to fit puzzle pieces where they don't go. And I think that's far more interesting than there being a ghost is that your mind can sort of take you places that you didn't think were possible. Because it wants to fit that puzzle piece together. So, but yeah, no. I I also don't believe that a, a bunch of weirdo white people are going to be the ones that can fight off against uh, ghosts. Like, white people who've, who've struggled in no way in their lives are going to be the ones who know everything they need to know about how to fight off a ghost. They have the gift. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so a lot of people believe the Warrens were frauds. To use the scary stories to propagate Catholic propaganda, as they were staunch Catholics who believed that anyone who did not have faith in the Lord was susceptible to malevolent spirits. Malevolence. Malevolence. According to the New England Society for Psychic Research, aka the Warren Inner Circle, accessible by going to TonySpera.com, and we'll get to Tony later on. Uh, Annabelle's, Annabelle's story, as far as we know it, begins somewhere <laughs> between 1968 and 1970. We don't know where Annabelle was before this secondhand store, supposedly. Hmm. We don't know. But one day in 1970, maybe, a mother purchased an antique Raggedy Ann doll from a hobby store. The doll had been a present for her daughter, Donna. Donna was preparing to graduate from college with a nursing degree. She lived in a tiny apartment with her roommate, Angie. And this is all verbatim from their website, so I'm not trying to steal anything. I should put that out there. That is what you get a person who's uh, graduating college, though. A doll. A raggedy and doll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking that, like, how weirdly infantilizing is that? And also, like, slightly sexist. Like, if her son was graduating, which from, would she get him a doll? No, like, she'd, because, yeah. yeah. She'd him give him a, a wallet. She'd get him a wallet or something useful. Yeah. Right, not a G.I. Yeah. Joe, not like I was saying. <laughs> Kung Fu Grip. Donna placed it on her bed as a decoration and didn't give it a second thought. Thanks, Mom. 
Within, <laughs> within days, both Donna and Angie noticed that there appeared to be something very strange and creepy about the doll. Mm. The doll mysteriously seemed to move about the house. Relatively small movements at first, such as change in position. Mm. But as time passed, the movement became more noticeable. Mm. <laughs> <Turbo> around. Donna. <laughs> ah! Like us after the gym. (laughs) Ah. Oh, Oh, God. Donna and Angie would come home to find the doll in a completely different room. Oh, my back. (laughs) It's colder in here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It might be a white... Raggedy Ann doll, but it has the soul of a six-year-old black man. <laughs> I was going to say a fucking black drag queen. It's yeah. cold in here. Y'all need to learn how to use the thermostat. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Going outside. Mm. <laughs> Several times, Donna left the doll on the couch before leaving for work and would return to find the doll back in her room on the bed with the door closed. That's that's her and her mom having a silent fight. I am looking for privacy. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I don't smell nasty ass food you cook. It's gross, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am Annabelle. Thank uh, you. <laughs> See, this I would believe in it, this Annabelle. I would if this Annabelle actually turned out to be real, I'd be like, yes, this makes sense to me. I will put you in the ground. A doll that is like a terrible roommate seems <laughs> yeah. more likely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I just want an apartment in New York City. That's all. I ate your <laughs> leftovers, and they were horrible. <laughs> Get better food next time. <laughs> So Annabelle the doll not only moved, but could supposedly write as well. Oh, that's nice. About a month into their experiences, Donna and Angie began began to find messages on parchment paper that read, Help us and help Lou. L-O-U. Like Lou the person. Hmm. Oh, okay. And now... So buy uh-huh. more parchment paper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm running out. I'm running out. <laughs> It was running out, and that was one of the things where Donna was like, I don't buy parchment paper. Why is the... Does she has a stash? Annabelle has a stash somewhere of her own parchment paper, Donna claimed, because Donna doesn't keep parchment paper in the house. This is my paper. I went to the 99 cent store (laughs) to get it. Here's a list. The handwriting seemed like that of a small child. And like I said, Lou is about to come into the picture, but I'm like, why do the notes say help Lou? It makes me think that it was Lou the whole time. And he's like, help me. I have problems. Hmm. Okay, so one night, home to find the doll had moved again. Donna had come. Donna was like over it. She was like, that's it. I'm getting a medium. Oh, (laughs) right. She's getting it. Just get rid of the fucking doll. Yeah, just get rid of the doll. She and oh, what makes it even worse is actually before she gets the medium, what happens is that she finds the doll in another part of the house or some shit. She inspects the doll 
and sees what looks like blood drops on the back of its hands and its chest. Oh my god. Yeah, the doll's going in the trash after that. Nope. She contacted a medium and a seance was held. Of course. I don't know why. Especially if you're a nurse, you're like, I have better things to do. I have a lot of work. I am a, I'm a nurse. I'm a busy person. Yeah. <laughs> if you had a haunted doll, what would you do? I'd get rid of the doll. How would you get rid of it? Well, you, the thing is, like, it comes back, right? If you don't get rid of it, Not right? Not necessarily. I would bring it into a church and I'd leave it there. I'd be like, hey, Father, something's going on with this. I'll see you later. So are you talking about, like, it's definitely haunted or you perceive it to be haunted? It's you definitely perceive- haunted. Okay, it's definitely haunted. It's definitely okay. If it's definitely haunted, then I would submit to its authority. What? (laughs) (laughs) Just right away. I am not a strong-willed person. Oh my god! Let me know what you need, and I will get it for you. I can't wait. Like I think this is why we don't see you that much. I think things fall in your house, and then you immediately are just like, "I submit." (laughs) Yes, that's almost all that happens. But I have, I have submitted to the dishes like six times. (laughs) Oh my god. I can't tell you how many times I've I've spoken fealty to the lamp that keeps falling off. Exactly. <laughs> and Star's like, it just just put it actually on the table, not on the ledge. And I'm like, it doesn't want that. <laughs> Lori's like, kill who? Kill who? Oh Star? Star. Sure, I'll do it. Well, She's, yeah. Star's like, shut up. The only reason, yeah, the only, Star would kill me. Star's yeah. way stronger than I am, so there's no way. So I don't, if I, if the thing ever told me to kill Star, I'd be like, what, like a child? Like, pick like a weak child, <laughs> and, then, and then I could do it. But not, not anyone that's strong or capable. Uh, okay, so Donna was then introduced to the spirit of Annabelle Higgins. The medium related a story that Annabelle was a young girl that resided in the property before the apartments were built. They were, quote, happy times, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) She was a young girl of only seven years old when her lifeless body was found in the field upon which the apartment complex now stands. Oh, dear God. (laughs) The spirit related to the medium that she felt comfortable with Donna and Angie and wanted to stay with them and be loved. Feeling compassion for Annabelle and her story, Donna gave her permission to inhibit the doll and stay with them. Now, if you know anything about any horror movie ever, which I guess they don't if it's the 70s and it's not a trope yet, you don't invite anything to stay in your goddamn house. That's true. No. Also, like, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Betty fucking White. You're not living. (laughs) Your soul is not living in my doll. Like, I don't want somebody's soul in my doll. The thing is, too, like, would you fall for it any time? Like, if you got a magic lamp and 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 inside it's the, the thing inside did talk to you. And it was like, I'm a genie. Yes. But you have to let me stay. I would submit to its authority. Yes. <laughs> but in reality, it's a demon. Because the demon can lie and say anything. Well, yeah. Well, a, a djinn is what a genie is. A, and yeah, a that's is a true. Gin, it's like, is a kinda, demon. Kind of like a demon. A djinn is a demon. Yeah, it's, it's totally a demon. I mean, um, this demon I think... sucks. It's not even going to give you wishes. It's just like, I'm here. 
What if it? What if it had the mannerisms and sounded like Ronnie Dangerfield? No. Oh no! I mean, that would uh, on itself get tiring. Yeah. I love Ronnie Dangerfield, but I mean, every single time you walk by the couch, you go, "I get no respect." <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, Every single time you put on clothes, it's like that outfit yeah. looks great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess every bit can get old. Uh, I, I I don't know why I'm entertaining it. I, I don't like demons. No, I'm out. I don't mm-hmm. even think even if it was like a full fledged even if we definitely knew it was a genie, I probably wouldn't even let it out of the lamp because genies like we all know that like as far as like the Hellraiser right the new Hellraiser movie yeah yeah wishes Ugh. are. Wishes are basically curses that give you a momentary, like, moment of peace and then essentially ruin your life for the rest of an eternity. That's mm-hmm. good, too. So, it's like, you don't want to, like, bring that on you, you know? So, it's just like, yeah, I wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't touch it. I'd be like, I'd go, no, I'm, I'm getting in my car and I'm leaving. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you could stay in the doll and you can live with us. <laughs> Okay. So stupid. stupid. It's not a good idea, but let's move on. Then there's Lou. Lou was friends with Donna and Angie. And that's all I know. I can assume he was friends, actually. He's just there. He could be an uncle. He could be a cousin. He could be the neighbor. He could be, you know, the mailman. So Lou was around. So, okay. So I agree with you then. I think that Lou was doing this. Right. Yeah. I thought you were. I thought it was just some random person named Lou that they had to find. No, so Lou was around. I don't know how in what capacity he could have been boyfriend. He, he definitely did this. <laughs> Lou is like the the wacky neighbor who's always walking in. So Lou walks in, and he's like, "I hate that doll." He has never been fond of the doll, and on several occasions warned Donna that it was evil, <laughs> and to get rid of it. Donna, though, had a compassionate tie to the doll and not giving much credence to Lou's feelings. Obviously kept it. Lou awoke one night from a deep sleep and in panic. Once again, supposedly, he had had a bad dream. A recurring one. Only this time, somehow, something seemed different. I'm trying to read this verbatim, but so much of it is, like, redundant. and Just, like, in words, so... I'm trying to trying to find a balance here, people. It's okay. <laughs> it was it was as though he was awake but couldn't move. He looked around the room but couldn't discern anything out of the ordinary and then it happened. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Looking down toward his feet, he saw Annabelle. Oh my god. It began to slowly glide up his leg. No moved Ooh. over his chest. Ooh. And then stopped. Within seconds, the doll was strangling him. (gasps) Paralyzed and gasping for breath, Lou, at the point of asphyxiation, blacked out. He awoke the next morning. Certain it wasn't a dream. It's real. (laughs) (laughs) Then on another occasion, he was preparing for a road trip (laughs) for the next day. And Lou and Angie were reading over maps alone in her apartment. The apartment seemed eerily quiet. He, suddenly, I was waiting for you to make it. 
Sorry, no. <laughs> I was trying to think of something. It was really quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, rustling sounds coming from Donna's room aroused fear that someone had possibly broken into the apartment. Don't you wanna wanna Fanta? Don't you wanna wanna Fanta? <laughs> crumble, crumble, knock. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. Oh, my, my hip. <laughs> Uh, suddenly, okay. Mm, Lou, determined to figure out who or what it was, quietly made his way to the bedroom door. Kano. Raiden. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Cage. (laughs) He waited for the noise to stop before entering and turning on the light. Mortal Kombat! Yes! (laughs) The room was empty except for Annabelle. Oh! Whom was tossed on the floor in the corner. Ooh. Lou scoured the room for forced entry, but nothing was out of place. But as he got close to the doll, he got the distinct impression that somebody was behind him. Spinning around, he was quick to realize that nobody else was there. Oh. Then, mm-hmm. in a flash, he found himself grabbing for his chest, doubled over, cut and bleeding. Yeah! His shirt was stained with blood, and upon opening his shirt, there on his chest was what looked to be six distinct palm marks. <gasps> three vertically and three horizontally. Oh, wait. Seven distinct palm marks. <gasps> three vertically and four horizontally. It's well, a that's th- a big difference. Yeah, that's, that's a, a big difference. Crazy one, game of tic tac toe. The first one, yeah. was the mark of the beast. The second one is like it's nothing. It's the neighbor of yeah. the beast. Like, yeah. If this is a demon, this demon, <laughs> not a great mathematician. No. That's no, why. In fact, a demon math school. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he is a demon. He was terrible at math. That's what'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Tell your kids. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll end up teaching math. One of those two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. According to Lou, these scratches healed almost immediately. Hmm. Half gone the next day and fully gone by day two. As heals, as scars do heal? Yeah, so quickly. So fast. As superficial scars usually do heal? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so all this happens, and then the Warrens hear about it. They get wind of it, and they get involved. So, after Lou's experiences, Donna felt it was time to seek more expert advice and contacted an Episcopal priest named Father Hagen. Father Hagen felt it was a spiritual matter and felt he needed to contact a higher authority in the church. So, he contacted Father Cook, and then Father Cook called up the Warrens, and then they all got tea. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Ed and Lorraine Warren immediately took interest in the case and contacted Donna about the doll. After speaking with Donna, Angie, and Lou, they came to the immediate conclusion that the doll itself was not in fact possessed by it, but manipulated by an inhuman presence. Ooh. Spirit. How did they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. They just said. They said. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's great. Spirits do not possess inanimate objects like houses or toys. They possess people. 
an inhuman spirit can attach itself to a place or object, and this is what occurred in the Annabelle case. Spirit, this spirit manipulated the doll and created the illusion of it being alive in order to get recognition. So, I think, I think what they're saying with that jargon is that human spirits can possess people only. And inhuman spirits, like demons, can possess whatever. Which sounds right. even which sounds terrifying that human spirits can possess other human spirits. That I would I would rather have a human spirit possess an inanimate object. Me too. I mean, it also doesn't make sense because isn't that what like? Well, I guess poltergeists just like touch things. They like they can like manipulate things in the environment. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but that's what they said. So, um, let's see where it was. The spirit, or in this case, an inhuman demonic spirit, was essentially in the infestation state of the phenomenon. It first began moving the doll around the apartment by means of teleportation (laughs) to arouse the occupants of curiosity in hopes that they would give it recognition. This is the Warren's explanation to Donna. Then, predictably, the mistake of bringing a medium into the apartment to communicate with it. The inhuman spirit, now able to communicate through the medium, was allowed permission from Donna to haunt the apartment. Insofar as demonic is a negative spirit, it then set about causing potent... (laughs) (laughs) It then set about causing patently negative phenomena to occur. Hmm. It aroused fear through the weird movements of that doll. It brought about leaving behind the symbolic mark of the beast. Again, not the mark of the beast if it's seven. Okay. That's not... I don't know why they have this in there. It's the neighbor of the beast. Right next door. 667. <laughs> He gets so pissed off. He's like, look, I am not the mark of the beast. All right? I told you so many times. Yeah, he's yeah. like, stop leaving literature. I'm just Mark. Yeah. Okay, I could just be Mark. <laughs> I'm just Mark. I'm just Mark. <laughs> mark of the beast, it's Mark Sanders. Yeah. All right? <laughs> I'm an anesthesiologist. I'm an anesthesiologist, all right? I just, I want to just do my job, come home, and play with my Legos. Yeah. Leave me alone. So, had these experiences lasted another two or three more weeks, they said, the spirit would have completely possessed, if not harmed, or killed one or all of the occupants of the house. Oh, shit, y'all. At the conclusion of the investigation, the Warrens felt it appropriate to have a seven-page document that is distinctly positive in nature. It's just, don't worry, be happy seven, seven times. Um... (laughs) <laughs> where, <laughs> That's so where, are the, where are the Warrens from? Connecticut. 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 Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm asking. This is stupid. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Rather than specifically expelling evil entities from the dwelling, the emphasis is instead, with this document, I guess, directed toward the filling directed toward filling the home with the power of the po- of the positive and of God. That's what Ed said. Mm. 
Word him up. So don't worry about the doll actually being here. The demon's here already. We're just gonna, you know, give it vibes. Let it chill. <laughs> give it vibes. That's fun. <laughs> At Donna's request, and as a further precaution against the phenomena ever occurring in the home again, the Warrens took the big rag doll along with them when they left. So they're like, we're going to keep this. Fun. Yeah, that's nice. And Donna was okay with that? She was like, yeah, all right. I guess even though I've been weirdly keeping it this whole time, well, you can have it. I think Grandma's going to be really mad if you take it. <laughs> Mom's going to be pissed. She yeah. gave it to me when I graduated nursing school. She gave my brother a car when he when he graduated <laughs> high school. But you know, well, it's whatever. It's the it's the seventies. Yeah. So there's the uh, father cook, which I think is one of the the fathers, I guess that like called them in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was the the local one. Uh, was not too happy about having to be an exorcist, but agreed to perform the seven page rite of exorcism. And he recited it throughout the apartment, at which point the Warrens were confident that the entity would no longer reside there. It's gone. Upon leaving, Ed placed the doll in the back seat and agreed he would not take the interstate in the event the inhuman spirit still resided with the doll. Like, of course it did. They didn't, if it was real. Like, it just, it would, like, it just, like, all you did was, like, like smoke sage in the house and then you were like we'll take the doll with us what does not taking the interstate have to do with like what, because what the... more if it's chance a... of a car crash yeah because it's a cursed doll supposedly uh... so it, it could just like choose to hurt them i guess uh okay okay all right that makes sense yeah we're, we're gonna fly with the doll because we hear it's safer than car travel yep. oh my god <laughs> it's suspicious we're gonna go <laughs> we're on gonna... a boat yeah we're gonna go on a boat ah uh, yes a one-month cruise. Yeah. <laughs> to Acapulco. <laughs> so Ed's suspicions were all too correct uh, in no time, apparently. The Warrens felt themselves as the object of a vicious hatred. Then, at each dangerous curve, the car swerved and stalled with every corner, <clears throat> causing the power steering and brakes to fail. Kachunk, junk. Repeatedly, the car verged on collision. Mm-hmm. Ed reached into the back seat into his black bag and took out a vial of holy water and doused the doll, <laughs> making the sign of the cross over it. You know, if he's doing this and driving, it could explain some things. <laughs> his wife is probably like, maybe put down the bottle and focus on the road. <laughs> Do you I- want me to renounce you too, Lorraine? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why can't I drive just once? The power of Christ compels this doll. The power of Christ is also making me very hungry. Let's just suffer some McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as he did that, uh, the disturbances stopped immediately and the Warrens arrived safely home. After the Warrens arrived home, Ed set the doll in a chair next to his desk. Supposedly. How terrifying would it be, just to cut to the driving, if you were driving and some asshole was, like, cutting into that lanes and he was like, sorry, this doll is trying to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can go ahead. Thank you. No, yes. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> the doll levitated a number of times in the beginning. Hmm. 
Then it seemed to fall inert. Got bored. During the ensuing weeks, however, it began showing up in various rooms of the house. When the Warrens were away and had the doll locked up in the outer office building, they would often return to find it sitting comfortably upstairs in Ed's easy chair when they opened the main front door. This is nice. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to put my feet up. I might even fart. <laughs> She's all farting. She's like, mm. everybody loves their own bouquet. Oh, my God. That's awesome. That's great. The doll also showed a hatred for clergymen who came to the house. (laughs) In one instance, Father Jason Bradford, a Catholic exorcist, came to the house. Upon seeing the doll seated in the chair, he picked it up and said, You're just a rag doll, Annabelle. You can't hurt anyone. Excuse me? And he tossed the doll back in the chair. <gasps> at which point, Ed exclaimed, That's the one thing you better not say. Upon leaving an hour <laughs> later, Lorraine pleaded to the priest to please be careful driving and to call her when he arrived home. A few hours later, Father Jason called Lorraine and explained that his brakes had failed as he entered a busy intersection. He was involved in a near-fatal accident destroying his vehicle. This was one of just many such events, supposedly, that occurred over the next few years. Hmm. Don't talk shit. should lay your hands on me. (laughs) 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 Well, I heard you ain't a good priest. I heard you're not. I heard you ain't shit. And I heard you you ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) Father? Are you okay? <laughs> His daughter keeps on calling, telling me that I'm not shit. <laughs> keeps on trying to strangle me. Are you slap fighting the doll? A little. <laughs> <laughs> he's bitch. He's <laughs> bitch. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Warrens had a special case built for Annabelle inside of the that they kept inside the occult museum. Um. Since the case was built, Annabelle no longer appeared to move, but she is thought to be responsible for the death of a young man uh, who once came, who once saw, (laughs) this sounded like a thing that Tony Sparrow made up, but supposedly there was one time where Tony, who was the current owner of the doll, Mm -hmm. took her on a college tour. I don't know why you oh want to God. see this. And one of the students tapped on her glass aggressively and was like, this is bullshit. If she can slash people, then have her do it right here and right now. And of course, nothing happened. But then Tony was like, you have to go. And then three hours later, that man was dead mm-hmm. from a motorcycle accident. And so was his girlfriend. <laughs> Could you imagine being the victims of this horrific motorcycle accident's family and then some dweeb goes, it's because he, he threatened a doll. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'd want to kill him. I'd want to kill Tony. you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am so sorry about your son, but he was asking for it. I also went to the the website. Did you see the part where it says, on the way home, the young man and his girlfriend were laughing yeah. and making fun of the doll when he <laughs> lost control 
took his motorcycle and went head on into a tree. Yeah. Because it's so yeah. easy to hear each other on the motorcycle. Hey, yeah. babe! Babe! Yeah? Remember that stupid doll we yeah, saw? Stupid! That's so stupid. It's like <laughs> sitting there looking at it. Stupid doll. Stupid! Fuck yeah, babe! We're fucking gonna live forever! Forever! After the death of Ed and Lorraine Warren, the occult museum was inherited by their daughter, Judy, who eventually went on to marry police officer, now former police officer, Tony Spera. Together, they still run the occult museum, although it is officially closed. But they both go to conventions and take Annabelle with them, along with a few other artifacts from the supposed uh, haunted museum. Gotta make the bread somehow. Tony says incidents still happened with Annabelle and gave the example of a detective who accidentally came in contact with Annabelle and ended up quitting his job. How? How did he accidentally come in contact? There's so much to that story that makes that is just like you don't accidentally come in contact with a doll Suppose- that's locked in a glass fucking case. Oh, my God. Supposedly, <laughs> the detective was at the museum investigating another case. And I don't know. Maybe he was just like, oh, this is cute. Let me oh. pick it up. Also, like, the worst thing, like, that's not a, that's not, like, a bad thing when somebody's just no. like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I quit. No, he quit. Job. That's, you know what that's, I, that's growth. Uh, <laughs> I, here's what I honest to God think what, ha- thinks what, think what happened. Is that he, this police officer's detective went to the, the thing because he found out it was run by an ex-old uh, police officer. And he saw this poor man talking about this doll. And he said, this is what my life could turn into. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to be a fucking police officer anymore. <laughs> if I'm going to turn into this loser. And he quit the force and he opened a bicycle shop. <laughs> That, I mean, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I like bikes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so stupid. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. Hold on. I, I, you, you keep talking. Oh, I was just going to say, I love how it's like he they accidentally bumped into each other. It was like, I was at a coffee shop, and the doll was also at a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> we just, we ordered the same thing. And you know what's crazy is my last name is Annandale. And her, and they were like Annabelle, and I thought they said Annandale, so we both grabbed the same coffee. <laughs> you know how they you know how they call your last name in diners. Yeah. <laughs> Annandale. Yeah, and and she thought it was Annabelle, and then we just we had a laugh. I mean, yeah. my eyes were bleeding, but we had a laugh. We both reached for it. I thought it was a meat cute, but she tried to kill me. <laughs> she tried to kill me. Change my perspective on on human humanity as a whole. Anyways, uh, <laughs> if you uh, want this bicycle, we also have it in pink and orange. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2017, Annabelle was on Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures. <laughs> yeah, they got her out. They got the. Yeah, listen to this. This is this is great. This is the best part. Annabelle's really she's hitting the tabloids. Mm-hmm. She's the gossip column. Tony brought Annabelle to Zach's. That's Zach Baggins, the host of Good Ghost Adventures. Zach Got Baggins. So, Zach Baggins. She, he brought Annabelle to Zach Baggins' new, at the time, haunted museum in downtown Las Vegas for investigation. Where the dead play. Yes. 
Oh my god. This guy sucks. We watched the episode. Uh you could watch the episode. I forget what season it was. It was the year twenty seventeen. Year twenty seventeen, yeah. I think it's like season seventeen. So they're in order? They started in two thousand? I mean no, because multiple seasons were like for multiple years. Multiple seasons happened in one year. That's not how seasons work for TV. These anyway. are ghosts. <laughs> yeah, the, you know Same what? Same rules. They're don't not apply. gonna they're not gonna be around long. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You so gotta get it in while you can. Here's my here are my my favorite notes from, or here's my <laughs> here's my summary of the episode. So they bring the doll in, and Torn, Tony warns Zach that those who taunt Annabelle and depart were dead. Uh, he tells them that in one case, someone who touched Annabelle ended up with three slashes, three vertical and three horizontal. So now, back to so six. now now it's six now it's six. Mm. Now the mail does go to the Mark of the Beast. Mark Sanders is very excited. Thank God. <laughs> he told him he tells him about the uh the motorcycle college student. Uh and then uh nevertheless, like they go through their whole rigmarole and he tells him, Don't touch, don't touch her. And he carries her around in like a little black suitcase, one of those like Walmart suitcases. <laughs> Staples Office Depot, like black and steel suitcases that you can roll around. Yeah, the kid, oh, yeah, the yeah, kid, yeah. kids use for uh, backpacks sometimes. Kind, yeah, yeah. kind of like, yeah. So that's what he carries her in. And then he handles her with oven mitts. <laughs> um, cause, no. Yeah. Because no one's supposed to touch a doll. Nobody knows, but these are Vatican oven mitts. Oh, 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 yeah. oh the, yeah. They have been baked in holy water. Exactly. Yeah. And only molested the sweetest of children. So. <laughs> so they go through their whole, quote, investigation. They make it seem like it is haunted. I'll let you watch the episode. They have, like, an EVP machine that speaks that they've gotten specially made for their show. Crazy. Somebody made this <laughs> just for that. <laughs> so the doll, like, speaks Great. to them through the machine. Great. What does it say? It says, like. Oh, what does it foot, say? Foot. Touch foot. Touch foot. Touch yeah. Foot. It's like you. <laughs> Touch <Jesus>. my foot. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. Dear God. God. Look out. God. Look out. You. Um, so Zach's like, oh, I'm going to touch it. I'm going to touch it. I'm like, I feel like I really want to touch it. I need it to. It's like really rapey. It's like, obviously, this is what you do in the bedroom, my man. And yeah. it's a problem because he's like, ah. I just feel like she wants me to touch Tony, her. Tony, I don't know what it is. I just got to touch uh, her. God. If she didn't want me to touch her, why would she dress like that, Tony? Raggedy Ann. Oh, God. <laughs> so hot. So he touches her foot. <laughs> and then Tony's like, all right, I'm leaving. He like speeds <laughs> off with the doll. <laughs> and that's the last we see of the ghost adventure. Then it moves on to tell us more about Zach Baggins' uh, and museum. The, the best part of the, well, one of the best parts of the show is Zach's crew is just a bunch of fucking goobers <laughs> yeah. that are from like the Inland Empire. It feels like they're just like, oh, you're oh, you're yeah. fucking being weird, man. No, nah, no, nah, you're you're being weird. Yeah, that thing really got a hold of you or something. I don't know. You're strange now, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Bro, you bro. know I ain't a you know I ain't gay. All right, but I'm worried about you. They all definitely right? still say the f word amongst themselves. Um, <laughs> yes. They, they say all the words. Yeah. Yeah. They say all the words. Mm. Yes. Um, oh my god. 
that was 2017. And then in 2020, uh, Zach made a long post online complaining about Tony's treatment of him and his crew. In my opinion, the post seems like it's for clout and fodder for the episode, like a three-year-old episode, which is like, whatever. I guess you just need more people at your museum. But mm -hmm. apparently, Tony had been talking shit about Zach before, he, before Zach made this post. That's what Zach is saying. I couldn't find any evidence of that. So maybe he got taken down. He questioned in his post why, if the doll was cursed, why Tony was more than happy to take her out of the specially made case. And now, mind you, this is after the episode that where they're like, yes, the doll is cursed. There is a demon in it, and it tried to possess me while it was here. Uh, but now yeah. he's like, now he's like, well, if it's cursed, then why did you take it out of her case? Insist that we fly you and her on a first class. <laughs> Not like, Annabelle in the cab or what in the um in the cargo they had to buy a plane a plane ticket for Annabelle as well could you imagine walking to coach and passing by a grown man <laughs> and a doll God. <laughs> sitting with, like hot towels on their faces oh yes God. I would be so fucking furious yes. yeah sitting in those tiny chairs be like move me up there I would not be furious because I would be like see that man is crazy and some crazy people have money, and that's a shame. But what are you going to do? I feel bad. See, that man is crazy, honey. Be like, yeah. I didn't watch my friends die in the muck in Jalalabad <laughs> for this bullshit. Like, did, you, did, you, did you serve? Well, I played Call of Duty yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Lost a lot of good men. Sir? Their internet access went out. <laughs> um, but I also would love to be a flight attendant and be like, um, can I get a mimosa and could Annabelle get some peanuts? Of that peanuts? <laughs> Don't touch her. Don't touch her. <laughs> Don't touch her. She'll kill you. Yeah. But could you get her a club soda? Would that also, be... also, she requested the kosher meal. Yeah. <laughs> she requested the kosher I'm not sure she's going to get that. Um, if you could tell <laughs> the captain to save Lou, uh, we'd really appreciate it. <laughs> Um, so he also questioned why if like if the doll is cursed no you know what he didn't question this normal sensible people questioned it uh, in the comments and shit of like well if she's cursed why would you take her on a plane yeah but you know um, safer to fly than it is to drive yeah yeah even the Warrens were like we're not gonna go on the freeway cause we don't mm -hmm. wanna we're, we don't wanna crash into a bunch of people and he's like, eh, you know, 50 people dying. That's fine. <laughs> we'll hang glide to you. Yeah. Well, but, you know, the one guy on the, who owned a motorcycle, him making fun of the doll, that was that was deadly. Yeah, Ugh. that was it. That was the last shot. She doesn't like to be made fun of. That no. seems to be no. that seems to be a thing. Like she knew Lou didn't like her. So she was like, I'm going to fuck with Lou because I know you don't like me. I mean, uh, this is more and more sounding like it is the soul of Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> Just petty as hell. Yeah, I, don't, I get no respect. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I will. I will get respect. <laughs> yeah. Motorcyclists will start respect me. Uh, so he kind of like flip flopped in this post because at first he's like questioning him why if these if all these things are true 
were you so eager to come here, you know, and like get paid and stuff. But then he flops the other side and he's like, and this is shown in the episode where like all of a sudden he's like, I don't feel good. I don't, I don't feel good. And it's before, before he even like meets the doll. And he's like, is it possible that do people ever get sick when, before they meet her? And then Tony's like, oh yeah, yeah. That's what we call a forerunner. That's a warning. It's the mm-hmm. forerunner before before you meet her. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so he's <laughs> in his post. He kind of makes it sound inadvertently like his feelings are hurt because after that he's like, and if if you had you said the holy water that you had was for us, it was for the crew to protect us if we didn't feel good, and you didn't use it on me. You didn't use it once. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I didn't feel good that whole time. <laughs> it's a sensitive. It's a sensitive era, full of man boys. Sad sack. <laughs> also, the Forerunner sounds like the 2012 Toyota Forerunner. Yeah. <laughs> Before handling the Annabelle dolls, make sure to take a ride. He also complained that Tony demanded thousands of dollars for the appearance, and he claims that as soon as Tony was handed a check, he took off his rosary. Left the building. Which is like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's that's all we know. That's all we know about like those two's drama. They don't like each other. I'm siding with Tony. I mean, it, this whole thing's a scam. Your goal is yeah. to make as much money as humanly possible. So of course he wants to get a check. Yeah. And he wants to get the hell out of there. Yeah, but I think Zach's complaint is like, why do you have to be such a dick about it? Because I guess he was like a uh, dick to him and his crew. That's Tony style. What? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, also, I think Tony was wise enough to know that with this crew, because again, they're the Sam Berdu crew. <laughs> if you're not a dick first, they're going to treat you like shit. I mean, honestly, that's, yeah. That's the way it is in Sam Berdu. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. Kill or be killed. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dick force, dick first, or dick you? Exactly. He came. He, he came in negging. He's like, those are dumb glasses. You're fat. Anyways, <laughs> here's the dog. <laughs> that's, that's the for sure what happened. Yes. Uh, we got a fatty over here. All right, yeah. it's a thousand dollars. Hey, plumpers. All right, here it is. Put on your oven mitts. Let's go. Oh my god, that's so funny. So that same year. A rumor that Annabelle, that was 2020, a rumor that Annabelle had escaped went viral. Tony posted a video proving everything was fine and showed Annabelle in her case at home. Apparently, the rumor started when a bad translation from like a random interview with, I think, a Ukrainian actress was captioned, and the bad translation mentioned the word, the name Annabelle and the word escape. And that's somehow how the rumor started, which is bizarre. But that's mm. how rumors start. As far as we know, Annabelle is still at home at the Haunted Museum in Monroe, Connecticut. Like I said earlier, the museum is listed as permanently closed online. But it seems that for the right price, you can at least get Tony to bring Annabelle out to meet her. Or perhaps they are permanently closed. Because something really did happen in that little shop of horrors. Little shop, little shop of horrors, don't you stop. 
You better fight the terror. I just think about that movie all the time. You can catch Annabelle and the Hollywood version of Annabelle that Laurie finds super hot. Super hot. At the Mohican Sun Casino <laughs> on October 29th. Ooh, fun time. <laughs> In a brand new case with added protection for the public. And that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Wow. <laughs> Laura, are you going to head there and try and break through that case? I might. I might. Maybe get some Les action going with both the dolls. Ooh. Look at you. Ooh, Sticky yeah. fingers. Nice. Sticky <laughs> <laughs> fingers. Yeah. I'll be like, I have to wash my hands because I just fingered a doll. <laughs> <laughs> so fuzzy. <laughs> to completion. I'm not getting any pleasure out of it. I just want to give them pleasure. Yeah. You know? They've yeah. been yeah, suffering. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're a giver. Suffering. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Check out the Patreon. We'll see you next week. Stay safe. Yeah. Bye. Good night. If you want to listen to the audio mishap we had that I believe is a prank by Lori that she's not telling me about, keep listening after this 10-second break. I warn you, it is super annoying. And then the public, yeah. Then they then they got mad because somebody reported on it. It's like that's the thing that's that I find so stupid. It's like people are doing stupid shit, and then they get mad that people are calling them out. Can you hit record? Yes. You know, I just did this to college with Kanye. Recording in progress. Oh, oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh. So, um, oh, I get where you. Oh. No, we're not going to get into it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Wait. <laughs> I thought that was oh. her doing oh, that. I thought that's you oh. doing it. Wait, hold on. What's oh. happening? Are you yeah. doing that? Oh, doing what? Yeah. Oh, stop doing it. You what? are. Oh, no, what? What's happening? No, what? 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 Okay, stop it, Lord. Stop it. Holy shit, that's crazy. Stop it. Lord, are you doing this? Yes, she's doing it. Okay, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You know, I saw you smile. You're lying. You even cleaned up the living room. Come on, stop it. Let's go.
is just <laughs> witness haunting a ghost <laughs> in the machine. I almost want to leave that in. We are going to leave it. Awesome. I, I think she's, she's doing it. You think so? She's doing it. Guys, if you think that Lori's doing this, find her and uh, kick her in the shin. <laughs> she deserves it's with it. a mixer it's with like a, one of those soundboards yeah it was perfect because it was the Kanye thing and it said it oh, oh, oh. <laughs> around the sixth time I was like she's doing that a lot look at her going for it wow Uh, oh my god. <laughs> She's so stupid. <laughs> I have other things to do. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna call her. No, no, it's still normal. Say okay. something else. Hello, hello, hello. Well, don't repeat well, it. Actually, yeah, don't, don't, don't repeat it. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a done thing. Uh, <laughs> hi, my name is Lori. You did that. You I did swear that. to God. I swear to God I didn't, but it is pretty funny. It's really funny. Mm -hmm.